Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Thanks for joining me today. We've been talking the last few episodes, really more than a few episodes, on prayer. I'm going to change it up today. I'm going to take you on a walk in Reno, Nevada, down to River Walk. I had arrived in Reno to give a talk to concerns of police survivors here at the El Dorado Hotel. And as I was checking in, as I like to do, I asked the person at the front desk, hey, you know, where's a good place to walk and see while I'm here? What's something in downtown Reno I'd enjoy? Maybe a place to walk to, sit, people watch. She didn't skip a beat. She said, go down to Riverwalk. It's a river right through the middle of town. Whoa, I thought to myself, a river through the middle of town. So I went up to my room. I got checked in, changed, put on my Tevas some comfortable pants, a shirt for walking in the sun, and I headed for Riverwalk. Now, what I didn't know, really until I got back afterwards, that this river is the Truckee River that winds its way through the middle of Reno, Nevada. It is a boulder-lined freeway of gurgling water made for fun, let me tell you, because you get to it, And you can't believe this is going down the middle of the city. And as you approach it, you hear people, you hear children. And you get there and there's inner tubes going down the river and dogs in the water. It's like something you'd expect in the Colorado mountains. But instead, it's right here in the middle of this city. The place where there were the most people was Wingfield Park. It's a little island of green in the middle of this river that you reach on by one of many bridges going out and to and from it. It's just incredible. But it didn't take long to see that along with the families and the children and the couples frolicking in the water, sitting on the boulders, watching the river flow by, there was a whole lot of sadness a baby crying with two parents that looked like they were out of it on drugs, sitting there in some erotic embrace while their child next to them just cried. They were dirty. Tattoos, stringy hair, homeless people everywhere, from young homeless to old homeless, kids under a bridge getting high, Kids under a bridge getting high with what looked like about a 65-year-old woman. Then joined soon by about a 65-year-old man. All getting high together. 65-year-old woman was in like this string bikini top. Her fat falling out everywhere, all wrinkly, nasty. Laughing at these kids as they got high. Wonder what those kids were thinking looking at her. Wonder if they were going, huh, maybe I'll. Be like her someday. Then I made my way off Wingfield Park, trails 
line, the river as it goes through town. I walked along this path, went past an amphitheater, surrounded by a big sort of grassy little shallow hill where people would obviously watch concerts, trees kind of all around it. Under every tree was a homeless person. Went by a woman, she looked like she was probably about 27 or 28. Her pants were pulled down so far, but she was asleep. You could tell her pants were soiled. She lied there on a bench asleep. Had people asking me for money, food, most of them high. Saw people in the open, in the middle of the day, taking drugs. You know, it's journeys like these that remind me, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. It's important in our age to be talking about these deep spiritual things. Things that we don't like talking about, that make us uncomfortable. We all walk such a fine line between grace and destruction. Humanity and wild animals. You see, the things that we do every day to try to be fully human, filled with the Spirit of God, well, maybe seeming insignificant, I truly believe are little victories in the battle of some kind of cosmic war for the soul of mankind. I mean... We'll sleep in the grass like animals, take drugs to cloud our minds, or we'll enter the water to find something wonderful, to find grace. How many of those people, the sad people I saw, believed they had a future once, believed maybe they'd have a family, they'd finish school, maybe it was snuffed out early, maybe it was snuffed out late. How many people just walk by them and don't do anything? How many of those people haven't seen one act of kindness in days or weeks or maybe months or can't even see it when it happens because they're so full of anger? We're fighting a battle every day, whether we go out into the world to see it or not, whether it's happening in our town or not. We are all fighting this battle. It's that important. That five minutes of prayer the time spent loving your family, serving another who might not deserve it in a worldly sense, but they deserve it because they were created by God and we are no more to give up on them than God would. It's little moments like that that will win this war. These these forces, these things that want to become that young woman who at some point in her life had to have hope. Now she's sleeping on a bench in dirty pants doing Lord knows what for drugs. Your actions have an impact. We all make a ripple. Maybe maybe think of your prayer that way. It's like a ripple to God in the universe. Maybe... Make it, maybe think of the times you sacrificed to be with your family, to make them important as a ripple in the universe. Maybe those acts of kindness to people that nobody sees. Maybe it's just being at home with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your kids and you're mad at them and you don't like what they're saying. 
yet you keep it inside and you listen. And then maybe in a moment you realize, well, hey, it was me. It wasn't them. Or maybe it was them, but is, is that important? How, how do I get them to change? How do I get them to make them feel better? Is it by going to war with them or is it by listening to them, by loving them? See, all those little things help us win this victory. It is that important. I think it was good for me to see that after all these episodes talking about prayer because not only do you wonder sometimes, you can't help but do it, I think, if you're honest with yourself. You know, you're making too much of this or you're getting too preachy. Are you trying to feed people things they maybe don't want or maybe they don't need in the way you think they do? But that trip down to Riverwalk reminded me I'm not crazy. This is important. So you remember some of those images. Hopefully I painted them clear enough that you won't forget them. And that when you get on your knees or sit in your chair or lay in your bed or stand in your prayer corner, you remember it's not just about you. It's about this world and what kind of world it's going to become and what kind of light we are going to show as Christians to give people an alternative in another way to the darkness that can turn anybody into an animal. Now, I've also had some more happy experiences here in Reno, which I will tell you about in later episodes. But that's what I got for today, folks. A journey into Riverwalk. So until next time, you aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Peace. Peace. From Riverwalk. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.